0: Welcome to our podcast about Stony Brook University's paid parking proposal. On February 10th, the University's Mobility and Parking Services announced a tiered parking payment plan. Parking spots closest to the University will be the most expensive at $50 a month, and the price will decrease as the distance of the parking spot increases. This proposal also eliminates free parking in any of the University lots. Understandably, many commuter students reacted in outrage against MAPS's announcement. At the moment, this is just a proposal and Stony Brook's unions will be negotiating against this policy with the university. Today, I sit down with the representative of the Graduate Student Employees Union at Stony Brook, Doga Owner, to discuss GSEU's involvement in the parking proposal. So put in your headphones and let's get started. So what is GSEU's involvement in the parking struggle?
1: Yes, so uh, I mean, we've been involved in this from the beginning, you know, we have in our contract we have a clause that uh, is about parking and it says that the park any parking changes especially anything about its price has to be through negotiations it says a subject of negotiations and other unions have similar articles so when they first introduced this change they collect, they invited all of our unions i think we talked about this before with you as well uh they invited all the unions to a meeting where they introduced this change. And afterwards, us and all the other unions have formed Stony Brook United, and we're continuing to negotiate together. Uh, actually, we're going to have our first negotiation meeting, which is going to be on ground rules uh, this Thursday. That's May 4th, uh, today is May 2nd. And yeah, so we've been united with all the other unions in Stony Brook United to stand against the changes and negotiate them with the administration.
0: I just want to like clarify, um, administration has to negotiate parking changes with you guys? Yes. Okay, and was that done before they set the new parking prices, or no?
1: Well, technically, they haven't set them yet. Okay. It's a proposal, and they we're going to negotiate this proposal with them, with all the other unions, who also have similar contractual articles. Okay.
0: And what are your goals in the negotiation? Like, what are you guys aiming for?
1: Well... Uh, we want free parking right now, and we're against these changes. Uh, we think they're outrageous, and especially from a grad student perspective, a grad worker perspective, uh, we are already living below poverty level, and any, this, these changes and these prices are simply man- unmanageable for our members.
0: Yeah, and that's my next question. Um, how does having to pay for parking affect grad students who are not already?
1: Earning a little wage. Mm-hmm. Yes, so uh, it affects us deeply for those of us who have a car, and many do. As you know, Stony Brook, uh, like you, this area, you need to kind of have a car to get by. And be. so it will affect many of our, many of grad, many grad students deeply if these changes go. And that's why we're standing against them. And our base stipends are now at $22,500. Mm-hmm. and the uh, lowest poverty level that is determined by the Department of Housing and Urban Development is $30,500. And we've been continuing many campaigns, our living wage campaign for years now and we had significant changes. The last changes were the last change was announced this semester and our stipend is going to go up to around 26 and um, bandwidth of 26,000 next October. And but still that is not enough. Uh, because the poverty level uh, is still above this new... This is going to be above the new base stipend. And that is still 2022 numbers. The 2023 numbers have not been updated yet on the uh, official website, so we'll, we're going to see what the new level is going to be. But uh, we're, we're living in a high inflation time, as everybody knows, so I think it's going to go up, because it's going up significantly from 2021 to 2022. And uh, we are feeling these uh, changes and this inflation deeply. And whereas administration says that they care about us a lot and they want to make the best possible changes for our financial situation and for us to be able to continue uh, and develop our research and contribute to this university as much as possible, they give with one hand and then they take away with the other. So these parking changes, are we, we simply see them as unacceptable And we see them as similar to our fees that we uh, fought against a couple of years ago, in 2021. And 20, yes, 2021. So those fees, uh, I can talk about them a little if you want to. Yes, please.
0: I was just going to ask. Yes.
1: So those fees, we we can still see them in our solar accounts. If we go to them, we can still see them. And those were student fees that we had to pay uh, to be able to work here and we said that they're a pay-to-work scheme because we were paying for infrastructural costs that is, are necessary for us to be able to do our jobs, like the transportation fee, technology fee, uh, and, and many others. And one of them even included an academic excellence fee, which is around $350 per semester. And we still don't have any kind of plausible explanation of what this fee is. Uh, It's just called academic excellence fee. Supposedly, we pay for academic excellence that we also create here by our research, by our teaching. And so, when the pandemic hit, many of us were still, or all of us had to pay this fee, when many of us weren't even on campus, like transportation fee and uh, technology fee. So, uh, the administration at the time were saying, and this was, I want to emphasize, this was after very shortly after President McKinney's assumed office. Because many times that it's, uh, the administration takes credit for our grad workers' struggles and wins, and especially this fee scholarship have been always advertised as a one-sided gratitude, um, like, a, grat- t- choose, like a, a thankful, something that we should be thankful for, uh, something that's been endowed to us as if we have not struggled for it for years. And especially President McGuinness frequently expresses that as soon as she came to our campus, uh, she made this change for grad workers and uh, she instituted our fee scholarship. But after, uh, shortly after she came to Stony Brook, the fees that summer were actually increased. And at the time, the administration was saying that nothing, uh, like these fees are so essential that the university cannot subsist without them. But several months later, or a couple of months later even, we started a fee strike, and to which maybe 500, 600 graduate workers uh, pledged that they're not going to anymore pay these fees. And suddenly there was enough funds to uh, institute this fee scholarship. And we don't think that's coincidence at all. Uh, The administration simply saw that they cannot force us to pay, pay these fees anymore. And these parking uh, fees are a similar thing, they are what we call a pay to come to work scheme and uh, even further pay to be closer to your workplace scheme. So because, as you know, if you want to be closer to campus, you need to pay more, which is obviously uh, what other unions. And we also described as uh, similar to a caste system, a class system in which you're going to see that graduate workers, adjuncts, those who already don't have necessary funds to get by, they're going to have to park uh, even further uh, from campus. They're going to have to come here uh, maybe even earlier than necessary and they're maybe going to be, be faced with more late, uh, being late to work. And uh, when we brought this up during negotiation meetings, the administration basically said and let Zachary see, said that it's a, we, they're providing a choice, as if uh, like people can choose where to park. But in a foundation of inequality, such an inequality, it's not a choice for graduate workers. They have to, they're going to, peop, for people who already live below poverty level, it's not a choice as they deem it is. And they just look at this abstractly, formally, without the background conditions of inequality, and they just say, and they just uh, try to advertise it as a choice, but it's not a choice for adjuncts, for graduate workers who live below poverty level.
0: Yeah. No, you're playing like a sixth of the pay increase just to park. Like, that's crazy.
1: Mm-hmm. Yes.
0: So, I don't know if you'll know this. I'm, like, genuinely just curious. Is the current 26,000 year that you're going to be paid next year lower than other SUNY schools? Like, is this a problem across the board?
1: Well, in, in absolute terms, I'm not sure. But yes, um, but you have to also take into account that Sonnybrook is a very expensive uh, like area. Yeah. So, But other SUNY schools also have their living wage campaigns. And I think there were, there were some wins um, in the last year in some campuses. They're also continuing their own fee campaign. Like some schools still pay their fees. But yes, it's a statewide issue uh, in terms of stipends and also a living wage. We're continuing this campaign as JSU in many other campuses, but each campus has to be uh, considered with its living, um, like the area cost of living in their areas.
0: Gotcha. Okay. Um. Do you foresee students leaving over the parking? I know there's been talk about it.
1: Leaving? You mean leaving mm-hmm. the like school? Like leaving the
0: university? Yeah.
1: I'm not. I'm not sure. Uh, do you do you see some undergraduate students talking about this? Oh yeah interesting yes i haven't specifically heard that much about this certain thing like leaving the school completely but definitely i know that there have been graduate students who considered leaving uh or or not coming because of the financial burden of coming being at stony brook
0: gotcha okay um and my last question so is a little bit more like conceptual um but like there's been a trend of people veering away from academia do you think that the dip like um the increase in pay during grad school is part of the reason
1: people leaving academia
0: yeah like people not considering academia as a pathway just Mm -hmm. because of like how financially difficult
1: grad school is Mm -hmm. yes i think that's that's certainly one of the reasons and if you want to talk about the general state of academia definitely i think you see this in many other campuses, in many other schools, not concerned only to SUNY, but many graduate workers are either striking, we had Temple, we had now Rutgers, we had Columbia, of course, UC. And there's a reason why, because in many of these universities have structured themselves on the basis of the exploitation of graduate workers. And uh, not even that, they're, they've also been adjunctifying since 90s or even before, they've been uh, hiring more and more adjuncts uh, instead of tenure track positions. And there have been so many more, so much more um, graduate workers because they want, they need these graduate workers to be able to subsist and exploit. So there is definitely a, especially in humanities or social sciences, a crisis, I would say in the job market and uh, a crisis of adjunctification, which I think you, you p here. Is also <clears throat> trying to fight against, uh-huh. and um, yeah, adjuncts here. I believe just got one raise and uh, just got the raise, and that brings them to around five thousand or so per uh, per class. But yeah, many adjuncts, like even as graduate workers, we we face a lot of financial burden. But we're also, I think, many people I know are concerned if they're going to be falling into this adjunct cycle mm-hmm. after graduation so and once you once you're there like for example a tenure track professor might have a teaching load of two to like two each semester earn up to even a starting salary here or any uh, similar school like sixty, eighty thousand thousand in humanities uh, different in national uh, like natural science or engineering but they can simply hire an adjunct that they pay may so much less, maybe fourth or even less doing the same work or even more that they will have to do more work adjuncts mm-hmm. to be able to subsist. And it's very difficult uh, when you're doing that much, that much teaching and also trying to advance into a tenure track position. Um, so definitely this, the financial situation and exploitation academia, I think would be a um, reason for people to make these decisions, but uh, it shouldn't have to be like this. And Uh, with more funding for academia, with a more equitable and stronger um, equitable system and a stronger labor movement among all academic workers. Uh, We can have many uh, universities that are completely different. We can have universities that aim at truth and research and education and instead of profit and instead of um, just the downplaying or destruction of humanities or social sciences or yeah um just anything that doesn't produce profit immediately uh so i think yes that's my answer
0: yeah no and i lied last time this is my last question um is there anything like the average undergraduate student can do to either like help the parking issue or just like the graduate student union in general Mm
1: -hmm. yeah absolutely well i think i would suggest you to follow our campaigns follow us on social media and come to our actions and uh, sign our petitions uh, uh, but importantly yes support our actions and let's build more solidarity and we we already work with uh, some undergraduate organizations and but there is definitely a lot of potential here and i think first the undergraduates i would call on you to also start and increase your organizing against this parking issue. Because as we talked about this with many other people, the undergraduates don't have a contractual protection like Mm -hmm. other unions do. So, but we don't wanna leave you behind. We wanna uh, bargain for the common good. And that includes you as well. Um, And But your power is gonna come from your self organizing. And Stony Brook used to have a very strong uh, student uh, movements and very strong social movements mm-hmm. um, but I think li- like it is with many other or even national trend uh, we don't see the same kind of strength or the same kind of enthusiasm or the same kind of political atmosphere that we've had in he- here or st- in the US or in many other countries in the 60s or 70s but um, you can't wait for that to just come about. It's mm-hmm. you who have to go out and organize and, uh, bring this, bring this tradition back. So yes, I think you organize first among yourselves and let's organize in solidarity together.
0: Awesome. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. I hope you enjoyed it. A huge thanks goes out to GSEU and Doe Owner for being my guest on this episode. Tune in next time.